Thanks for tuning in to Blokes of Wrestling on the Let's Get Ready Network, brother. On this network, we talk about all the things you love, like movies, TV, sports, professional wrestling, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash LGR Network. And please, leave a rating and review of this episode. Enjoy the show, everyone. Brother, brother. What's going on, everybody? How are we all doing today? It's a Saturday afternoon, and we are here live on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash LGR Network. It is the Drop Picks, and I am joined by the winner of the first ever LGR Wrestling Trivia Brawl. It is Soda. How are you doing today? Mr. I'm doing, I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I, I'm still, I honestly, I'm still a little shocked I beat Mike Sempervivi. Like, <laughs> right? Like, honestly, like, that was just like, holy crap. Um, but I'm doing pretty good. But, yeah, shout out to Big E, man. You get well soon. Can't wait to see you back on our TV screens. I know we'll be talking about it a bit later, but. Yeah, absolutely. No, it, 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 we'll definitely talk about that here in a second. want to say hello to everybody in the chat. We got another champion, the FCL Star Wars champion in the house, Brennan Marr. His is more uh, impressive I, than mine. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit. Uh, Adelia there. Uh, yeah. Congrats for the win. And we got Ryan Christensen saying hello as well. Thanks, y'all, for joining us here on this Saturday afternoon. But, um, yeah, man, I think uh, we can get into it and talk about it here. Um, it it uh, th- There was a couple big news stories coming out of Friday Night SmackDown last mm-hmm. night. Uh, and the first one, not to start the show on a downer or anything, but we do have some positive updates. Uh, healing vibes for Big E, who just yeah. took the, the nastiest bump uh, right on his head. Uh, in a match with um, what, what's his name, Ridge Holland, yeah, Ridge Holland uh, yeah. who gave him a, a body to belly suplex off the floor, which was uh, botched, and he did land on his head. Uh, he was like, it was not pretty. It was, did not look well. I'm not going to play the clip here no. on the show. Um, if you want to see it, it's all over social media. But um, there was some updates after he was, of course, he you know rushed to the emergency room and everything. Um, he definitely seems to be okay, which is yes. a good thing to, to he provide, see. He did provide an update on himself this morning. Yes. I don't know if you have that in your notes. I, I do. I have the uh, the report here from Wrestling Observer. Uh, Biggie provided a positive update after suffering a broken neck during this terrifying moment on Friday night SmackDown. Um, that was confirmed last night. He did give an update straight from the hospital saying that he did break his neck. Uh, but in the video update this morning, Biggie stated that he won't need surgery Thank for his God. broken neck. Thank God. Yeah. Uh, he said his C1 vertebrae and C6 vertebrae are fractured, which is not particularly good but they aren't displaced and he doesn't mm. have any damage to his spinal cord or ligament damage. As you've seen it in the video yeah. last night, uh, he was able to at least wiggle his fingers and everything. So man, uh, yeah, ev- everybody here as well. Um, sending all the healing vibes and positive energy to, yeah. to Big E's direction. Um, Jeremy Miller here saying positive vibes for Big E. Thankfully he doesn't need that surgery. Exactly, yeah. Ryan saying prayers for Big E. 
Uh, yeah, man, that that was a, a a really terrifying thing that happened, and it is good to hear that Big E won't need that yeah. injury. That you know, fractured um, vertebrae is no joke for sure. But you know, and I'm not a spinal, I'm not a surgeon or anything, but I know that if it was display, if those ligaments were displaced, oh, he wouldn't need that surgery, and that would have been yeah. you know that you know risk of paralysis there and and potentially never being able to wrestle again. And, you know, I think probably right now it would seem like his in-ring career is a little bit up in the air. I think this is at least a little bit more of a positive sign that, mm-hmm. you know, because he doesn't need the surgery, because it's just fractures, that he will be able to eventually recover and get back to Yeah, it. he'll be able to come back from this, no problem. It will it will stick time. And he, he's very lucky because I've seen wrestlers break their necks on less. And he yeah. landed straight, like he just lawn darted straight on his head. Like the like they said, the footage is out there on Twitter if you want to see it. But uh props to him, man, for being so cheerful too while 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 updating everybody. Like he's he was big E. He was yeah. not laughing, but you know, he was like, everyone, I'm gonna be okay. And he was quacking jokes and in good spirits. Good spirits and to see the wrestling world come out and support. Like this morning, I don't know if you saw, but the NWA even tweeted out get well soon to him. Wow. Yeah, like yeah, everyone, everybody, people from AEW, people from yeah. Japan, everybody was really like he's, throwing their support. One of those good ones that everybody loves, nobody has a bad thing to say about, and so yeah, just to just to see that outpouring of love for him, man, the dude deserves it. And uh, sucks yeah. he's getting this mania this year, but there are some things that are more important. Absolutely, yeah, more more important to to recover and and hopefully come out, you know, the better for this and eventually mm-hmm. get back in the ring. But yeah, really scary moment there. Uh, it was also nice to see that response from social media because you know how uh, much of a cesspool social media can be. Yeah. And I think there are times when it, it does seem like a, a rally. I mean, there, of course, there's probably some idiot that says some dumb thing somewhere. But, uh, you know, overwhelmingly what you hear is mm-hmm. positive healing vibes from everybody in the wrestling yeah. community. So that's at least nice to see. And it was also good to see that people were visiting him in the hospital, you know, even, even like Ridge Holland who yeah. – delivered the move there. He visited him, Xavier Woods, all these guys really rallying to, mm-hmm. to support Big E. So, yeah, yeah. man. I mean, that, said, if you ever get injured, do it in Alabama. There's a really great staff yeah, there. Really yeah. <laughs> and Big E, yeah, Big E is one of those guys that, uh, yeah, shout out to Justin uh, out in Alabama there. Um, but, yeah, uh, the – Big E is one of those guys that you don't ever hear uh, negative things about yeah, like behind the scenes. Everybody just universally, I think, mm-hmm. loves Big E, yeah. and he's just one of those guys that has that sort of have that energy. So, yeah, yeah, um, yeah man, it's uh, it's that, that's uh, that was really scary. Yeah, uh, I wasn't watching live. I was, I was, I wasn't either. No, yesterday, and uh, yeah, I was just up on Twitter because of my ADHD. Of I'm course, it was all over the time. It was all over. So I looked yeah. it up and I saw the injury. You can actually see me on air just go. Ah! Oh <laughs> like, man, yeah. yeah. Yeah, real rough there, but um, yeah, again, I think you know all we can do is send out uh, send out positive healing vibes to to Big E there, but um, exactly, yeah, for sure. But uh, I I also did not watch SmackDown. I I don't really watch WWE, but uh, I did want to talk about the other news story that's a little bit more maybe lighthearted, a little bit more maybe like makes you want to bang your head against the wall. Actually, funny enough, the two things are tied together. A <laughs> little bit, a little, little bit, bit here. But the great Pete Dunne, uh, British strong style wrestler, 
uh, extraordinaire, still very early in his career. I think he's in his like late 20s now. Uh, one of the greatest matches I ever witnessed live was Pete Dunne versus Valter at NXT TakeOver New York 2019. There. Yes, I was at that show. Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano in the main event. Uh, which, which, which one? Which uh, match of theirs? This was the uh, two out of three falls match in New York. Okay, so, so the I first was the one where Cole won the title. That's the playlist. I have that in the playlist, so I wonder if I could see you in there. Uh, no, we were like way the hell up oh. in the rafters, but uh, it was still pretty amazing to, to be there for that show. I think, okay. you know, uh, AW Grand Slam at Arthur Ashe Stadium, I topped it, topped the NXT TakeOver yeah. New York, just like edged it out yeah. uh, in terms of like greatest wrestling show I ever got to witness live. But um, Pete Dunn versus Valter, I'm, I'm calling it that because those were the guys' names. Yeah. Those, are the, those are their names. I'm sorry. Um, but just Pete Dunn, man, uh, what an amazing worker. And now on the main roster, in the clutches of Vince McMahon, yeah. his name is now Butch. So everything about this Butch! change makes sense but the name. Like where the spot they put him in, the people they put him with, all that makes sense. But what's funny about this is I guess they learned from the Volter thing. Or from the last name change, because they did, as Seamus did say, you guys know him as Pete Dunn, but to us, he's our friend Butch. So it's kind of like they left that little seat open in case it doesn't work. I was like, okay, at least they're kind of learning. Are they, though, really? I mean, he's still Butch. He's just going to be Butch. What is he, the the British paper boy? Is that his gimmick now? Why is he Peaky Blinder? Come on, people. This is this is bad. But like I said, if you're going to stick in with two people, like it makes sense to stick stick in with those two because of the similar style gimmicks for sure. But sure. it's just like Pete Dunn kind of suits Dunn. that character. It kind of suits Pete it. Dunn. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it would be one thing. It's like you kept calling him Pete Dunn, but then like the other two were calling him Butch, like a nickname or something like that. That's one thing. But to rename him Butch, like. Butch. Okay. Butch. Now, I am convinced that Butch was supposed to be Adam Cole's gimmick prior to leaving uh, WWE, uh, prior to Keith Lee leaving WWE, and then both eventually ending up in AEW. There was a pitch by Vince McMahon or Pritchard or somebody that uh, Adam Cole was going to be the manager. Adam Cole, who just had that fucking barn burner of a match against Hangman Adam Page. Uh was going to be Keith Lee's manager. And if you've watched BTE, <laughs> the first joke that the Dark Order brings up, to they have this um, bit on BTE where they're, they're Alex Reynolds and uh, uh, Alex Reynolds and uh, John Silver are playing, playing like the role of WWE and Adam Cole is playing the role of in the board meeting with Vince kind of thing and just yeah. getting more and more frustrated as they go on. But the first name they pitch to him, they say, you got to change your name. You gotta shave all your hair and be bald, and your new name is gonna be Budge. <laughs> B-U-D-G-E. All caps, Budge. And I am now convinced that that is Butch, and that uh, Adam Cole was gonna be Butch, the bald headed paperboy yeah, manager yeah. of Keith Lee. And then this just is left over, and they're now using it for Pete Dunn. So actually, what's funny is one of the things I've been hearing is people are convinced this has got to be like a little, like a really deep cut of the Bushwhackers because Rich Holland's real name is Luke. Luke. Yeah. Yes. Luke Menzies. 
Yeah, so Butch and Luke, the Bushwhackers. Okay. No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. That's that's no. just that's just people like re- that's the internet community community reaching because there's no way. Like we, I, you, you've heard the stories Vince likes to rinse people, but there's no way he would go that deep cut. That. Oh deep my cut. god. It's funny, but it's not true. <laughs> but yeah, it's one of the things I've been hearing online. It's like, hmm, okay. Oh boy. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Christensen's here. Uh, gonna hate what they give Ilya Dragunov's name when they come over. Oh my He's god, a... can you imagine? You What's he what? gonna be? Ivan? <laughs> yeah, Drago. Um, actually, no, honestly, the only thing, like, if they, they decide to not call him Ilya Dragunov, the only thing that I'd be, like, okay with if they just called him Dragunov. Dragunov. But they like, won't, because it's Vince. Well, hey, I mean, like, Riddle... <laughs> Which he'll always be mad riddle. They tried to do it with Apollo Crews at one point. That didn't work. Cesaro. Yeah. I know, but Cesaro sounds better than Antonio Cesaro, if you're asking me. Yeah. yeah. Biggie Langston. Yeah, Biggie Langston. Um, like I said earlier, Matt Riddle. Um, who uh uh didn't Elias have a last name? Elias was, Sampson. Yeah, Elias Sampson, yeah. So I don't get it. Man, this is the thing, like people were baffled by this online they were like shocked mm. i was not shocked because it's vince soda it's <laughs> vince mcmahon what do yep. you people expect the man who likes good he listens, he listens to the fans huh think <laughs> <laughs> you'll learn after Volter, after gunther oh my god gunther at least they got yeah. rid of the stark part of his name but like well geez. yeah i think i think that one was like oh we might not want to do that one <laughs> read the room vince yeah he's not he, yeah. he can't He's, in, no. he's incapable of it. No, he needs his glasses. Man. Well, you know, another thing he might need his glasses for is that contract that Cody Rhodes apparently signed with WWE that we haven't Wait. really heard much from. Uh, yeah. That was the report. Once when Cody left AEW, there was he's, the reports were that he was in talks to sign a contract with WWE. And since then, last week, we kind of heard that maybe those talks had fizzled a little bit. Uh, Bodyslam.net reporting that. Um, Dave Meltzer also reporting that it seemed like, you know, at one point behind the scenes in WWE, people thought it was a given yeah, that Cody Rhodes was going to end up like, there. He's in our plans, yeah. Yeah. And uh, just as as of, like, the last week or two, that status has now become a little bit more up in the air. However, I will say that uh, Monday Night Raw coming up here is in Jacksonville, Florida, of mm. all places. And if you've been watching WWE, which I haven't, but I've also fought, been following what, uh, what's been going on, Seth Rollins does not have a match for WrestleMania. And mm-hmm. the speculation, which I think is more speculation now than anything amongst everybody, not just the fans, but the people that are supposed to have the in and report on information mm-hmm. on this, I don't think they even know what's going on. No. But that, you know uh, I think it makes it more fun. It more might. And, and look, uh, if... Cody Rhodes, this is this is sort of my consensus on all this. If Cody Rhodes is going to debut for WWE and is going to have a match at WrestleMania with Seth Rollins, I think that he is going to debut on Raw on Monday in Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. I think that after like not really hearing much about it and it's and you kind of look at where they're going and which where Cody might debut. This actually kind of makes the most sense. It's it almost does. like waving an F, a middle finger to AEW. Which to Vince would, to would, 
yeah. which I think would make a make a lot of Cody Rhodes fans and AEW fans not too happy, and maybe burn his bridges with AEW permanently, and and not ever go back there if that's the case. Oh, I don't know. I, 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 you I don't still think it ended on good terms with Tony yeah. Khan. Well, so, I was gonna say Tony Khan is also a fan of the business, so he understands what yeah. this is playing. So I'm sure. Gonna, I'm sure people will be annoyed, but I don't think he'll hold it against them. I don't think Tony Khan will hold it against them. He knows that this is his business. And uh, and honestly, like, look at all the salvos they've thrown at WWE. Like, this is going to be a pretty big salvo, big big return volley if if this actually happens. Yeah, yeah. Um, But I I do think that if Cody Rhodes is going to debut for WWE, if this does in fact happen, it will happen on Monday. That is sort of the rumor. I didn't, didn't make sense for me to have, have him debut in like Saudi Arabia or any of these yeah. other sort of places that they were uh, rumored. But I do think that having him debut Jacksonville makes all the sense in the world. Mm-hmm. However, I will say that if he does not debut in Jacksonville on Monday, I believe that the Cody Rhodes and WWE ship has sailed. That's sort of the consensus that I'm at right yeah. now. Yeah. Yes, yeah, like, so, for me, it's similar. That, exactly. This is the litmus test, test. If he doesn't show up Monday, it just shows you they weren't, aren't as close as everybody thinks it is. So if it doesn't happen here and it doesn't happen in the Raw after WrestleMania, it's not going to happen. Agreed. Agreed. Right. I think, you know, WrestleMania or the Raw after WrestleMania would also make sense. But I think mm-hmm. that, that if that doesn't, if it's like, it seems like it would be more indicated that the ship has sailed if he doesn't debut on Monday. But then that would be like the last possible chance, I think, exactly, for him yeah. to, to debut. So yeah, um, um, but God, yeah, no, I, I, I could see 100% Vince just going balls out trying to get him signed for Monday. Yes, yeah, I, I think so too. Because yeah. if the reports are to be believed, it's like that he never signed a deal, but he like uh, sort of had a deal in place. Mm-hmm. But there was no pen to paper quite yet. So, yeah, yeah. man, I think I think this. I mean, I, I I you couldn't pay me money to watch Raw live uh, for three hours every week. Um, but if there is a Raw to tune in for, at least like the last ten yeah. minutes or something of it, it might be this one because I am still like as much as I have this disdain towards WWE right now. I I am interested about a Cody Rhodes. Like what Cody would do in WWE yeah, more than anything, really, right now. That's the one thing WWE has is like you could distrust them, their booking decisions for a long time, but they always come up with those moments that you never forget, and this right. could be one of them. So yeah. I mean, it's like they they got such a hold on the wrestling business. You're like, I don't like them, but I'm still willing to look to see what they do. You know, there's still this one thing that I'm interested yeah. in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's always the case. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's like it's like the ex lover you just can't quite get away from. It, it really is that abusive <laughs> yeah. ex spouse. Like, yeah, uh, man, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, any other thoughts on this? Do you? I would actually just ask you this question up front. Like, do you think Cody's going to debut on Monday? Like, what is your gut instinct? My gut instinct is, uh, it's I'm going to putting it at over seventy percent. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So pretty high. Pretty, pretty high. high, but there's still enough of a gap for it to not happen, right? Yeah, I would think I probably agree with that. I would put it somewhere in that range. I would say yeah. like a little over sixty percent mm-hmm. chance that it happens, just because like there's been rumors of him popping up over the last yeah. few weeks, and it hasn't happened yet. That's the only like gap for me. Yeah, is like there's that, and then there's the reports of maybe the talks have fizzled, 
We don't really know. It's just it seems really up in the air right now. For sure. But, and that, like I said earlier, that's just kind of what makes it most interesting because there's a lot of things in wrestling yeah. that are guaranteed to serve you. Like, okay, we know CM Punk's yeah. debuting here. Right. Uh, we know Hangman okay. Page is winning the title. Yeah, right. Yeah. But right. it's just we like, know Thunder oh, Rose is probably winning uh, next this week. I mean, it's yeah. choreographed, but it's just like, well, what's the deal with Cody Rhodes? Like, when was the last right. time you could remember that in the wrestling business? What the hell's going on here? <laughs> what is the deal with this one person? I, I've heard yeah. comparisons to uh, Brian Pillman yeah, uh, yeah, with yeah. WCW. It's yeah, like that far back because that I can remember of like something being this up in the air for this like big of a star yeah. where they're going to end up. What's right? real, what's not. And yeah, because one of the things you hear is like Cody likes to work the gimmick. So that makes oh, that's <laughs> yeah. a comparison. That's a good comparison. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. But he, I guess, well, he probably knows about it firsthand because his dad was around with during that time, right? Exactly. He probably exactly. Knows, but knows how to do it. Yeah, so um, we'll have to just wait and see. Um, we'll talk about it next week. We'll have... Sort of a different uh, story, I think, one way or the other. But it's going to be really interesting to see how that pans out. I do, really? I kind of do feel like he's going to debut on Monday. I really okay, black, black hair or blonde, black hair or blonde. Maybe uh, I think it's got to be blonde for that dusty sort of throwback. But at the same time, maybe a different color, like a like a red or something. I don't know. Oh, no, 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 no. Well, <laughs> you got it off. <laughs> Dude, he's got that fucking neck neck tattoo. Like, can can you put any horrible fashion decision oh, past Cody Rhodes at this point, Soda? Touche, touche. You look at him from one side, like the dude's a million bucks, and he turns and you see this nice tattoo in a god awful spot, and you're like, ugh, ugh. Yeah, it, 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 it's 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 like the fucking mole and gold member. Yeah, it is. <laughs> That's a great comparison. <laughs> I love it. I want to respond to this. This comment real quick as well. Cody will get the biggest oh, yeah. debuts in Jacksonville. Do you think that he's going to like come out to a chorus of booze? Or do you think so, it's going to be a little more mixed? I think it might be a little bit more mixed. Uh, like think, a, a mix of like booze and also uh, shock and awe kind of thing. Yeah, it's. I'm with you. It's probably going to be mixed, but the initial pop is going to be big. Yes, agreed. Agreed. Yeah, absolutely. What's going on, Vermont Mike? Shout out to Vermont Mike. As always, uh, uh, for providing those awesome questions for our yeah, uh, and some of them were questions, and I'm glad I'm yeah, <laughs> or yeah, me and like Semper Vivi got the were the only ones that got the Legion of Doom one. I felt so proud of that. Yeah, yeah, there were some good ones in there. Uh, but oh, yeah. there are there's plans in the work for works for a uh, for a sequel here coming up. So yeah, I gotta more come back details. and spend my shirt. <laughs> yes, more day, more details <laughs> coming soon on that, but. Um, yeah. If you watch the show, you probably also watch our other uh, little shows that, that myself and Justin Hamilton have been doing throughout the week uh, with Light the Fuse. And we did sort of a, a, a full spoiler review of uh, – spoiler review it's for a live pay-per-view um, – for uh, AW Revolution this past week. Um, oh. So I've, I've already sort of uh, got some thoughts out about it and how much I enjoyed it. So I'll sort of pass this one over to you, Soda. Uh, your overall thoughts on AW Revolution and some of your highlights from the from the pay per view. Uh, so overall, great pay per view. Um, unlike when WWE goes over the three hour marks for their pay per views, this one felt pretty evenly paced. It didn't feel like four hours. Um, you know, the, the, there's one match that I could say maybe could have been like on the uh, the buy in, but even that wasn't that bad of a match, and that was the TBS title match. Um, of course, the best match of the night, the dog collar match. Like I, I, I couldn't I couldn't watch past the first hour live, but when I got back from TV, that was the first thing I did was make sure to watch that match and the ladder match. And 
that caught dog collar match, man. That is that yeah. is paying homage to legacy. Like I'm for me, CM Punk begins in WWE. I'm familiar with his Ring of Honor work. I know all about that. But to see him come out to his old AFI theme music and wearing the attire he wore in his last dog collar match against Raven, man. Oh, it. You don't get things like that in wrestling anymore. Just the. Oh, I, I don't quite know how to describe it, but it was it was lightning in a bottle. It's going to probably win feud of the year. I, I'm calling it now. It's oh, going it to win feud of the year. MJF uh, and Funk, it has to. Yeah, it has to. If it if it's not, I demand Dave Meltzer retire. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, just everything about that match, and then we finally, finally got the Wardlow turn at the end, and I like how they did it too. He's just like, here you go, just gives him the ring. Off. Oh, there yeah. it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know, every everything about that match was, was genius, right down to a tombstone on the freaking apron, man. Oh, yeah. Um. So yeah, though that's my highlight of the night. Um. Also, Hangman Page versus Adam Coleman, just a barn burner great of a match. match. Great main event, great main event. I cannot wait to see what they do next. Um, you know what? Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa was good, but it wasn't as good as their last one, which I'm yeah. glad they the, the rubber match in. Yeah, it was a little underwhelming, but I understand why they did it because they're doing this big match coming yeah. up on Wednesday. Yeah, and then and then of course the triple threat tag team match was really, really, really good. They should do like they, I, I don't say I'm not saying do them all the time, but they should do more matches like that for the tag teams. Yeah, it was really good. Uh, Overall, as much I as the yeah. an, a, 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 an A for an A A yeah, yeah, I would I would agree with that. It was like a, a oh, nine oh, nine point oh. five out of ten, if not a ten out of ten, and I was just going to ask you, as much yeah. as I loved all that stuff, I, my match of the night, my match of the week, spoilers for later, but uh, Brian Danielson versus Hangman, or sorry, uh, Brian Danielson versus John Moxley, so many names for yeah. right? Apologies, everybody. Um, with the debut of one Lord William Regal. Yeah. Thoughts oh, on that, so? Oh, oh, God, just to see him get in and just see, headbutt the guys and smack him. I'm like, ah. And then to see him come out and he's their manager and his 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 promo at the end, man, you could tell it was just like he could, he could feel like I'm, I'm free, you know, and he was able to say whatever he wanted. And he he he's, he's just that old classic British storyteller. You're hanging on to every word he says. And when he's talking about that's the wrestler I could have been. <laughs> Yeah, he's pointing to Daniel Bryanson, and it's like so that's my bond with him is that he's do he's everything that I wanted to be, and then my bond with this guy is that we've been through some of the same battles, and it's just oh, Ooh, storytelling man. at its finest. Like, see, I'm gonna uh, everyone complains that they're bringing in too many, too many new guys, but it's like first off, WWE shouldn't be releasing them, but second of all, if a guy like William Regal or an Adam Page or uh, Adam Cole or Keith Lee become available. You're gonna sign Swerve. Yeah. Swerve. You're gonna sign them. And I'm glad they 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 signed them because we're gonna like Regal has always been good, but we're gonna see the Regal that took everything you learned in WWE and see the fruit of its labor now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh I love that. Their, do you think they're gonna add anyone to that to that or is it just gonna be the three of them? Oh, I think they're gonna add more members to that faction. I think it'll start Danny off any soon. <laughs> Maybe, maybe. Oh, you know, uh, would be a great addition to that group is uh, the former Oni Lorcan, Biff Busick. Yeah, yeah. It'd, be, it'd be an interesting one if they added him. Cesaro, um, if they bring in someone from the outside. 
Yeah, yeah. Daniel Garcia, possibly. Well, um, possibly, but that would probably be down the line because he's part of that new thing with Jericho. Yeah, yeah. No, but, but if it's going to be a stable, like if it's going to be a yeah. faction that lasts like a couple of years or something, at yeah. least. That's true. You know, I, I could see it eventually coming in, but. Yeah. I can see her learning, learning bounds and leaps uh, from those three. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that there, there's definitely potential to add more there for sure. Yeah. I do think there's also potential for maybe even Danielson and Moxley to have a tag title reign uh, that's with, inevitable. with Regal as the manager. That's I think inevitable. they might do that honestly sooner rather than later yeah. because, um, you know, and you saw that William Regal promo on Dynamite. Um, yeah. what a just an emotional, uh, you know, ride that he was, I think, went on oh, in that promo. He almost broke down in tears and cried at the Yeah, he did. He did. And he talked about how he doesn't really have much time left. And you look at that, you know, well, he's, 50, he's 53 years old. So, like, what, what does he really mean by that? But, unfortunately, there was a report that came out uh, this week that yeah. his health is not the best right now. And he's really – there's a lot of stuff behind the scenes that we don't know about, um, yeah. which is really, really sad to hear. And again, you know, we threw our healing vibes out to Big E earlier. Healing vibes that yeah. needed to end for William Regal because well, the hearing that, that hearing that part in the promo, and then hearing this story come out that maybe he's got some really serious serious health problems going on behind the scenes is really yeah. worrisome. And that's like, yeah, you bring him in now, you have him, you establish him as this mm-hmm. major force as for as long as we can. Because like, man, that's just really worrisome. Well, to me. the thing about that is though, like that report comes from uh, from an, uh, a podcast he did with Jericho that's going to be coming out soon. Talk to Jericho, and, yeah. and obviously Regal heard all that. And he said like, look, what we were talking about is the health issues I went with. It went through a few years ago. So maybe, oh, wrong okay. with him. maybe okay. it's nothing wrong with him now, but it's, it's sure. highly possible that everything he's been through is finally catching up with him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could see that more, more being yeah. the case. Yeah. <laughs> more uh, so of like, how long is he actually going to be active in the industry before exactly. he like, retires yeah. from the business? Yeah. Or at least on camera, you know? Right? Yeah. This could be yeah. his last right. on camera raw. Yeah. Yeah, and and, and, and seemingly no, was. I was. I had no idea how close him and Tony Schiavone were. Yeah, yeah, they they and go way back. They do go really, way back, and way, it, it, it it made me laugh when he hit on him in the ring. <laughs> I, I thought it was great. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah. just awesome to see William Regal. Yeah. You know, I I it was like, I don't know who it was that made that made the point, but they they made a good point that. I think it was like in a chat somewhere, Wrestling Observer or something. But that uh, this might be like the one of the biggest, if not the biggest, signings for AEW. Yeah. Like just because of how much you could do with William Regal, and you know, like even more so than maybe even a Brian or or a Punk. Yeah. You know, he because he's everything. so important. He's such a hugely important figure mm-hmm. in pro wrestling. Well, look you at know? how many people whose career he's had an impact on, none more so than the two that he's with right now. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he's had a hand in building some of the best, especially in the latest crop of NXT people that are in AEW now. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And that's a good point. Like, you you think that probably the most valuable one would be like one like a Daniel Bryanson or, or what have you, but William Regal brings more than that. He brings not just what you can do on screen, but he brings this vast wealth of knowledge that he's collected over the years on what to do and what not to do in the ring. Yeah. Yeah. He, he really does. And it's just amazing to see that like 
all the stuff that I loved from NXT has now sort of been absorbed by AEW. Right. Have you noticed that? <laughs> exactly. Like it's I think I've said like this NXT. on the show before, but like, yeah. Yeah, it was basically like NXT was the dry run for AEW almost. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty all, wild. All, all, all we need is uh, Hunter Hearst, Connecticut to come out of, come out on the stage. And, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> uh, I want to bring up this comment here again from Ryan. It says, I can see Mox and Danielson mm. prying Daniel Garcia from – Jericho Appreciation Society setting up a feud with Regal going against Jericho. To Down the line, yeah. I could, yeah. If, I could see that happening in a couple months for sure. Yeah, I, I like that for sure. That's yeah. that's probably a good segue into our Dynamite yeah. Rampage report here because uh, we kicked off this week's show post-pay-per-view, uh, the Revolution Fallout edition of AW Dynamite with this big uh, angle uh, with Chris Jericho and Eddie Kingston. And Jericho and Hager turning yeah. heel and uh, splitting the inner circle for good, forming the Jericho Appreciation Society with 2.0 and Daniel Garcia. What a name. What a name. Fucking <laughs> Canadians. Uh, <laughs> but um, I, I also uh, wanted to shout out Chris Anthony Lopez, who I think it was on our last taco stand that we did, was talking about Chris Jericho and how – He's the master of reinvention and how a gimmick change is probably in order here for him because he's sort of been doing the, the same thing for the last yeah. like year and a half now, ever since Inner Circle sort of went babyface. But uh, love this, actually. Mm. Uh, I think this was a, a little bit more controversial on the internet. Some people are like, ah, but uh, I really, really like this heel turn. I think it was needed. Um, yeah, you know what? Let's not, not listen to the internet, Soda. Well, no, I was there's, say, some, like, there's some I dumb didn't, opinions. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see it. I never, I never. Maybe it's just because I don't delve in the same parts of the wrestling community as you, but I didn't see maybe. any negative about it. I think, I think maybe I, I look in the the cracks and crevices of oh, yeah. um, the the depths of hell that is yeah. uh, internet wrestling Twitter sometimes. But the only thing, only thing I would, I would say <laughs> I'm not a big fan of is the name, the Jericho Appreciation Society. Jack. Yeah. I don't know. It just. It, it seems like it could be too hammy. I don't know. Yeah. I like, I mean, I, I like anything else. I'm gonna see where it goes. Maybe my mind will be changed. I hope it does. But right now, it's just like mm, I don't know. It seems kind of dorky. I think I'm just gonna <coughs> permanently refer to it as jazz. How about the inner That's, circle two point oh? Inner circle two point oh. Oh man, <laughs> dad jokes, everybody. <laughs> you know, overall, great segment. I love. I was telling this to Dustin every week. I fall more and more and more in love with Eddie Kingston, and this week he goes to the fantasy and what? It's like Austin's not here, so just don't. <laughs> oh yeah, I loved him burying the one guy. There's yeah, always the one that guy. guy trying to do the what chant yeah. and uh, quick, quickly uh, buried by by the great, the legendary Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston. On the Eddie, he's another one that just gets so real in this promo. So I was talking, it's like you were right about me, man. Wednesday, I almost threw this all away to go, you know, to just to numb myself and stuff like that. But it's just, it was the people who said that your journey, your words, is what keep me going. It's like that's why I did. I, I went to the ring, and it's like mother, that dude could. I've first seen this around. He could be the poor man's Stone Cold Steve Austin easily. He'll never like the heights of an Austin, but in terms of of popularity and that connection with the crowd, he's 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 the heir apparent. He oh is. yeah, that's ooh, yeah. yeah, that's. Good statement there, I think. Yeah, he's he's, um, he's there, Kevin. Just just because you you look at him the way he interacts with people, he's real with you. What you see in another ring is what you get in the ring. Um, he doesn't mince mince words, and he's very relatable. He's very relatable. How many of us have had those struggles? I have recently. Yeah, yeah, and I'm for really, sure. 
Yeah, I'm and, sure you know people in your life, and it's just like so he's somebody that we could attach to because he's he's one of us. Yeah, he's he's really become that star. I think that a lot of people, the people's uh, champ, he's our people's yeah, champion. Yeah, he absolutely is. Yeah. And that match with Jericho, man, what an opener! Holy yeah. crap, that was such a great match. Kudos, day, kudos, um, man, trying to get the big yeah. one. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And he, um, he dropped Jericho on his head like right off the bat. Oh too. my god, that was so scary. Yeah, Which, that would be what happened to Big Eats. Like Jericho's lucky. He is, yeah. And, and I was actually, going back to Dynamite, I was worried yeah. about Kingston because when he took that power bomb off the stage, off the, the ring apron, it yeah. looked like he landed a little high too. So I was like, I was like, oh, mm. oh god, please, 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 please. It turns out he was okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, man, I, I, I love this all this stuff with with Eddie and Jericho. Yeah. I think it's and it's it, it looks like direction. we're finally getting Eddie and Pride and Powerful for good. Mm-hmm. Yep, former LAX. Yeah, uh, love that team up there. Yeah. Um, we also had Dante Martin taking on uh, Adam Page for the freaking AEW title, just sort of yes. out of nowhere. It was randomly announced on social media before. Uh, a criticism that I've seen of this show is that there there was probably too much going on. They sort of cr- tried to cram way too much into a mm-hmm. two-hour thing. And I certainly get that because I think you could have probably taken that pack and pack uh, squashing Wheeler Yuta match out of there. You might have been able to move the tag match with Acclaimed and Jurassic Express to Rampage. Um, there was quite a lot going on, because that would have maybe given a few more minutes to this match, which I thought was a really, really solid opener. It was. Uh, for what we got, it was only like a, a six, I think it was like eight minute long, six That's to eight minutes long match, which wasn't, yeah, you don't need much more of that right now, but like Dante Martin, as everybody said, has that potential to be a mm-hmm. big star, and I think that this was a nice little preview of the future. Mm-hmm. Of, of what we're going to get. Cause I think like, yeah. you know, years down the line, this guy might be a, you know, a future world champion. For sure. But hey, um, yeah, I enjoyed this. Bit. Like, for, yeah. Me, me too. Kudos to Adam page for saying it's like, I saw you here now. I'm looking forward to when I see you here again, you know? Yeah. Um, and I like, I, I, I like how this match is just very random and it plays into the whole standing system. Somebody said, somebody on Twitter said, it, it's nice to see a championship match on TV that doesn't come from somebody attacking someone else. Yeah, it was just done because yeah. it was done. It was like the old days, and I thought it was great. You're highlighting people that don't know who to show what they can do in these type of matches. And yeah, I'm I'm with you. He's he's the future of the business. He really is. Same with his brother. I mean, these guys yeah. are certainly future tag team champions. Yeah. If anything else, um, and it's great to see Darius back there in the ring and everything. How long, how long was he out for? It was a long time. It was quite a while. Yeah, I think it was like yeah. ten months or something. It was it was a it was a pretty brutal injury, but. Um, yeah, uh, we talked about the um, <clears throat> we talked about the William Regal stuff, um, but I, I want to talk about this, which seemed kind of random and out of nowhere. Uh, the Pinnacle also dissolving at the seams, of the yeah, pool, with all the Wardlow and MGF and stuff going on. FTR firing Tully Blanchard that yeah, would be shocker to me. Me too. Yeah, what's up with that? Do you think Tully's just like maybe ready to retire or doesn't want to? be on the road as much or something that that's the only thing i can think of because this seemed like really out of nowhere yeah me too me too uh that's more likely what it is um because i can't think of another team that they could put him with yeah um but you know what the dudes earned it like i mean he's not a spring chicken (laughs) he's a legend i think he's in his 70s now so Um, where's arn (laughs) yeah i wonder where is arn somebody mentioned that 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 would be interesting if arn now manages ftr as sort of like a babyface thing, but fuck you, take all my money. 
<laughs> could be, could be. We'll that see what fun. they do with FDR in the, in the mm-hmm. future weeks. Um, we then had what was billed as the uh, AHFO. Thank God we can just call it the Andrade Family Organization. Yeah, the yeah, AFO, which sounds like a punk band. AFO. Um, the, what was billed as the emergency meeting, which everybody kind of figured we knew what this yeah. was going to be. Um, they kicked Matt Hardy out of the group and then the big debut with the music and everything. Yes. Jeff Hardy. Uh, Jeff Hardy makes his big AW debut here. It was expected, but it was also very exciting and awesome to see. He looks so fucking happy. The oh. moment where he couldn't help himself. He couldn't help himself. He's his brother, uh, the friend are getting beat down in the middle of the ring. He doesn't give a shit. He's got to yeah. do the dance moves. He's got to do it for the crowd. First second before he makes the save. Yeah. Uh, it was like a WWE debut kind of, but it was still it was. so great. It was it, so it was. great. And, and Matt Hardy said, like the emotion you're seeing when we're hugging, that's like a hundred percent legit. That's, oh that's yeah, cool. yeah, true. So you know why they got the music, right? Yeah, because WWE did not have the rights to it all because these it's public, years. So it's to, public domain. Public domain. Have you ever, I know I'd heard it in commercials. Have you ever heard it in commercials? Oh, maybe like bits and pieces of it here and there, but you don't notice it. So it's just they, so so synonymous with the Hardys. So they so they brought in that theme music, and they brought in another recognizable theme music that it was also created by the same guy that WWE doesn't own the rights to. That I found out. Really? And what's that? Hardcore Holly's theme song. Wow. That's the other one that came with us. They got both of those now. Okay. Oh, so it was like a Holly, but it was included. It was yeah. included in the, the purchase that yeah. uh, Tony Khan made for yeah. the for the rights. So the, the only thing that's changed about their about their 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 whole thing now is they can't call themselves the Hardy Boys. Now it's the Hardy Brothers, I think is what they're being called. The Hardy Brothers. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, but I man, party, but... I'm so fucking hy- hyped to see the Hardy Boys, and the too. Hardy Brothers in AEW. And, and that's another thing. Matt Hardy today on Twitter said, uh, "If you recognize my attire I wore on Dynamite, it's because the last attire I wore when we were last on screen together in WWE when when Jeff had to renounce the title because of his injury, right? So he was wearing the same outfit. Right. That's right. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's attention to detail." Yeah, I mean, Jeff Hardy, you know, we know he left WWE on his own accord, but... Even man, that was kind of messy. Isn't that like, crazy? Like, yeah. Where where everyone thinks, like, Jeff Hardy, you think, is a WWE kind of lifer, mm-hmm. um, at, at, like, recently. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, an, another one, I cannot wait for the Jeff Hardy Talk is Jericho uh, interview one, once right. that eventually happens. Right. But now think about all the people that Jeff Hardy's influenced that now we can see him have matches with. Yeah, Kirby Allen, That's Sammy Guevara, yeah. uh, you know, a Jungle Boy probably. Dante I guess. Well, Dante Martin, there's a whole yeah. bevy of talent that you can yeah. now put in the ring with Jeff And Hardy. I heard he's been lobbying for another program with CM Punk. Wow, okay. Yeah. That okay. was another one I saw floating around today. Um, I think probably the first match that we're getting is going to be Private Party versus the Hardy Brothers, which, yeah. again, take all of my money! Take- Right, yeah, and you just think about that too. We're gonna get a seek. We're gonna get another. It's, it's inevitable. Another young bucks and Hardys. I watched that ladder yeah. match for the first time the other day after he debuted. Damn, I want more of that on my screen. That was yeah. good. I'd never seen it before. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, can't wait, man. I'm I'm so hyped for the Hardys. Yeah. For the Hardys in in AW. 
Mm-hmm. Um, we also had uh, Wardlow cutting his first baby face promo, yeah, and I thought he did a pretty damn good job for his Me first too. attempt at a baby face promo. Me too. He, he, you know, he several old ties, but he made it known like I'm still not somebody you want to mess with. Yeah, no, it was yeah. great. He, and he, like he, I, yeah. I made some mistakes, I did some things, but it was all to, to help my family and yeah. like it was just and once, pure baby face stuff. Yeah, you know? and once you threaten them, that was the last straw. And it's like I was actually expecting MGF to show up. But I'm yeah, glad they're I'm you know, glad they're they're saving that for next week because you know yeah. we'll, we'll talk about the uh, TNT title match here in a minute. Yeah. But oh yeah, yeah, that's uh, right. Scorpio Sky having a week long title reign does not make sense. Wardlow going Definitely. in there as the babyface, mm-hmm. getting screwed over probably by MJF yeah. uh, out of the TNT title makes all the sense in the world. So yeah. I'm pretty sure that's where they're going with it. But again, we've talked about it on this show before. Wardlow, man, this guy has massive star potential. Yeah. This this is the I, I know I'm comparing it again to WWE again, but this is the the second coming of the Batista turn in 05. It's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Batista's great. Batista is a Hall of Famer, but I think Wardlow is better in the ring at this point in his career. He, he could be. Yeah, uh, I and think if, that... if you're looking at them early enough in their career, I'd say Wardlow has got the advantage in terms of skill. He might be. He might yeah. be. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so another fun one, I think, to watch the future of his career. Yeah. Um, that's and, a, that, uh, it's not going to be as good as the MJF Punk one, but that is a feud I'm looking forward to, MJF Wardlow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, we also had a couple matches that, you know, I, I didn't think much of either of these, but we had the uh, Jurassic Express against the, the Acclaimed. Again, mm-hmm. I don't think this match necessarily needed to be on this show. It was does it definitely felt like it was kind of there. It was good match, uh, fun match, but we see it already. Yeah, so for sure. Great. How long ago? Um, and uh, the other match that I thought I thought was like uh, kind of subpar was this Thunder Rosa Layla Hirsch match. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't super into it, but again, I guess it was there just to kind of establish what we're getting this week with Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker, mm-hmm. uh, where Thunder Rosa wins the match. She gets the steel cage match next week in her Finally. hometown. So this makes all the sense in the world. This is what I thought maybe we were going to have on the pay-per-view, but then realizing that they were in San Antonio, which is her hometown, I was like, oh. oh and, and not just that. Now isn't, it like, isn't it on or really damn close to the one-year anniversary of their Lights Out match last year? Yes. St. Yeah. Patrick's Day Slam. It's the same yeah, show. Same event. It's same the event. same event one year later. There's so many things here that just lined up that made sense for yeah. Thunder Rosa to win the title. It's, it's choreographed I, as all hell. You see it coming yeah. my way, but who cares? But it's good. It's going to be a great moment, and I think that they're going to tear the house down. Uh, I think that people have sort of thought that the feud was a little bit underwhelming, myself included. But I yeah. think this is what we're all building to. So if, if we get a big, nice blow-off match in the steel cage, I think it's all going to be worth it in the long run yeah. because, uh, you know, Britt Baker – She's had a fun, like fun, good, decent reign, and she's a massive star for this company. But it's I am time. ready for Thunder Roses as AEW Women's Champion. Me too. Like, it's 100%. time. Yeah, it's, it's time to pull the trigger. It's like everything is pointing to that particular date. Now, yeah. do you think we're going to see Jamie Hader turn? Because I know there was this that the ascension of yeah. There, there might be. I, I, I do think so. I think that that feud doesn't necessarily need the title. In no. the mix, I think that like that's a good you know part of another criticism with maybe the AW Women's Division is like it always seems like they have one or now two feuds with like the TNT title or sorry not the the TBS title 
which is kind of like the new thing that they've introduced. But like even prior to that, it felt like just one feud that you're getting on Dynamite with it was like Britt Baker against whoever, whoever the women's champion is. But yeah. now, you know, you could have Thunder Rosa against somebody else, and you could have Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter as another feud that they could have on TV. And you don't necessarily need to just have one or two feuds for the women's division. Yeah. I think they need to start adding more feuds that aren't necessarily title feuds to sort of expand that roster a little bit and feel like it's just Great. as important as the other divisions. Because to me, honestly, right now, uh, over the last, like pretty much since the get-go for, for AEW, I didn't, I don't feel like the focus has really been on the women's division. I think it, it really needs to be mm-hmm. in the future. I'm, I'm with you there. Uh, that is actually my biggest criticism of WWE's women's division. Like they have the overall AW. lost. Yeah. Well, no, no, there's a thing. That's also oh, my, oh, oh, yeah, oh, I see what you're saying. WWE as well. Gotcha. Um, it's yeah. just it, WWE's got the deeper roster, but it's the same thing. It's only around the titles, and like I, 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 I can bang this to the drum goes home. Charlotte doesn't need any more titles. She is yeah. that point. She can have a main event match without the title. Like she can feud with it. anybody, and it'll feel important because it's Charlotte and, Flair. And you're right, AEW does yeah. do that, but at least they they more often than not still shine the light on the non-title stuff. Like we did have that that killer match between Anna Jane Tayconti versus. Um, Penelope Ford and the Buddy not that long ago. I really yeah, enjoyed that. Like, that fight. was a feud there. Um, you've got the Layla Hirsch, Chris Stan, other stuff. So while it's not quite the forefront, at least they're doing it more often. And you're, you're right. It's going to be good to have another main event quality feud if they turn Jamie Hayter because you have, yeah. I think you're going to have to at this point. It's definitely not going to be Rebel. She's good as <laughs> much as good. It's yeah. Jamie Hayter. She's great in her role. And Jamie Hayter, you know, um, well, we can talk about it here in our Rampage segment, but. I think she's another one that has, I mean, she's still very young and she has mm-hmm. massive star potential because yeah. she is like, you know, uh, she has that presence in the ring. And mm-hmm. I think a baby face hater run would be awesome. I think that's actually somebody I think there. would benefit well from being paired with William Regal because they do come from a similar Ooh. background. Jamie yeah. Hater in that group. Yeah. Oh, yes. Now we're talking. Earlier, but now, uh, now I want Jamie Hater. No offense yeah. to Lila Hurts. Yeah. Because you know Layla Hirsch, I've always thought would be a better fit for Team Taz, to be honest. Yeah, Team. Yeah, you're right because they're more in that mixed martial yeah. arts thing. Yeah, no, I, I guess she's think... like just recently had a heel turn. I think that that would be a good fit for her. Mm. But that that other group, like if that that uh, Danielson Moxley Regal group is going to be a, a babyface faction, and Jamie Hader does turn on yeah. um, on Baker, I think that or probably go the other way, Baker turn on Hader. Maybe. Uh, and then that would be the baby face turn. So I think yeah. that, yeah, she would be a great fit for that group. Oh, man. Hell yeah. Again, take all my money. Um, <laughs> you can't see. No, I'm, I'm not going to go there. Yeah. <laughs> so you can't see most point of my camera. <laughs> um, so we so we, we had the, the main event was uh, Sammy Guevara taking on Scorpio Sky. And, um, man, Sammy, you maniac. You don't need to take these fucking bumps, man, but. Jeez, yeah. this attempted uh, uh, 450 off of the the top rope. No, it, was, uh, it was worth more than that. It was the fucking full rotation. It was the, the full uh, rotation. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was the 640. 640, yes. 640, yeah. 640 off the top rope, which then of course Scorpius guy rolled off the table. Sammy Guevara just <laughs> straight first, oh. uh, sold it like he broke all his ribs. Yeah, Ty Conchi. Yeah, me. I was. Yeah, I was convinced. Ty Conchi come running out there, all the doctors and everything, they sold this. Mm-hmm. It was definitely one of those ones where, like, man, that cannot feel good taking no. that kind of bump. So he's going to be in a lot of pain regardless. But the fact yeah, no that they, 
sold it the way they did, I think a lot of people were like, "Oh man, is this like a yeah. legit injury?" And I'm not normally I'm not normally um, fooled like that. Yeah, I think I think that uh, what gave it away for me was that uh, we then introduced uh, Paige Van Zant into the mix, and her yeah. and Ty Conchi in the middle of all this had a little bit of a face off. So I was like, oh, okay, it's probably a work. And then as they're carrying him out, he gets back in the ring. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, this all makes sense. Scorpio Sky uh, winning the title here, uh, but then still protecting Darby. Or sorry, they're still protecting Sammy uh, here. I think for sure with that sort of injury angle. Um, you know, the the reports behind the scene is that uh, AEW is really in favor of of Scorpio Sky right now and has given mm-hmm. him a big push. Well, that's the thing. So, like, not that Tony Khan had this had this title and planned out months ago. He did, yeah. I think that's the story, yeah. and especially with the day, um, I guess the official. Because she's, we've seen her on AW plenty of times before, but now the official confirmation that she is all elite uh, with Paige Van Zant fighting it on Ty Conti's ass. I love that. Yeah. Uh, I think that Paige Van Zant. You know, I I'm holding out my judgment. You know, because I think there's already people that are jump jumping on the Paige Van Zant hate train, and mm-hmm. you know, I mean. I guess, you know, the group is good at getting heat and everything. So in that sense, yeah, you can boo her all you want. But I think that, again, somebody that's young, somebody that has big yeah. star potential, I'm holding off my judgment because I think that she has shown that she can go on the mic. Yeah. She's got an okay promo, you know, with some, some work and everything. But I think the big indicator is going to be her, her in-ring work yeah. and what she does there. I'm waiting to hold off my judgment until we see her have a match. Yeah, me, me too. I I – I can see her taking to it like Ronda Rousey did. Like I'm not saying she's Ronda Rousey, but I'm saying you remember how fast she took to it. Like that yeah, first match, like a was, natural. Yeah, so I, I could yeah. see her taking to it because you've already seen that she's a natural on the mic. Now it makes it may, it may what they're doing here makes sense. So you can have Ty and Sammy involved in this. I it's, it, it just makes sense to have Ty versus Paige Van Zandt, and then you have Sammy in there yeah. as well. And you could do Scorpio Sky, but personally, I'd rather see all ego Ethan Page in that uh, role with Page Van Zandt. Possibly, yeah. You would do that yeah. mixed tag match. That way, you can have yeah. the first match. You can cover any uh, any um, bad bad things that are obviously there. Like you highlight her good stuff. I think that's mm-hmm. the way to go to do that. Probably a pay per view. I can see that being possibly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be that'd be really interesting. So yeah. you're saying Ethan Page and Page Van Zandt, the two Pages, Team Page. Yeah. They're on uh, the same page. Still <laughs> definitely. Oh man, the dad jokes are just going strong today. For a guy who doesn't have a kid, I've got a pretty good amount of dad jokes. Um, but yeah, Paige Van Zant, interested to see what she's gonna do. Again, I think big star potential there, but um wait to see what she can do in the ring first. Agreed. Um, before and, I pass judgment, it sounds like she's still got her contracts constructed like, to the way where it's just like Hagar, she can still go do her other stuff, her other fighting. Do their bare knuckle fighting, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Cool, yeah, man. Uh, so that was Dynamite. I thought it was, you know, I get the criticism about it feeling like too much going on in the show, but I thought that what we got was mm-hmm. very good. Um, maybe the wrestling wasn't quite up to the level uh, that it normally is. I mean, we, that pay-per-view, I think, uh, made up for that, though, because there was yeah. so much great wrestling on that show. So <laughs> for a big fallout show like this, you're not going to see that on that one. Yeah, they're not going to necessarily have those sort of big uh, matches, but... I still thought it was a very well done uh, mm-hmm. Fallout show for sure. No, I agree. And the bad, the best thing about it was it set up the future storylines. Like, uh, yes, there aren't that many. Uh, there aren't that many like continuations. Like, obviously, we're going to get the continuation of Adam Cole and Hangman Page, and Jericho and Eddie, and that's really about it. Everything else is pretty much new. Yeah, 
yeah. Yeah, that's that's what's great about these shows. It's like coming off a pay per view. Mm-hmm. You know, I was sort of talking about it before that it, the pay per view feels like a season finale, and then yeah, the Fallout show. Be. Yeah, and then the Fallout episode, the following, whether that be the, the Monday night after or for for WWE or the Wednesday night after for AEW, is like a season premiere. Mm-hmm. So in that sense, I thought that it was it worked very very well. Um, we also had Rampage, which I thought was another very solid mm-hmm. show. Uh, kicking off with Darby Allen against Mark Quinn, uh, which uh, was, I thought, a very fun opener um, to further that feud with the now the Hardy brothers, who mm-hmm. got their full entrance with the yeah. ring gear and everything in the song, which I absolutely love. A hell of a nostalgia throwback there on that <laughs> Matt one. Matt Hardy looks like that, that high school quarterback that's come back to the high school reunion. Yeah. He wears old clothes, but it's like it fits, <laughs> but not really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, I was talking with this with Adelia uh, a little bit as well, who's a big Hardy brother yeah. fan back today. And she was saying they pretty much look exactly the same 20 years later. It's like, true. Like they've aged really well, both yeah. of these guys. Despite like Jeff. Yeah, despite like Jeff's substance abuse and alcohol problems over the years, like yeah. I mean, I think they've done really well for themselves to keep themselves in good shape. They, they, they yeah. exactly they look like those guys from twenty, fuck, I'm old, over twenty years ago. They just look like them grown up now, like it's supposed to be. Because the stuff they put their body through, especially Jeff, he should not be walking. No, I know. Like you think he would be paralyzed at this point? Yeah. Like all the crazy shit that he's done in his career. <sighs> Whew, man. Um, but we also had. Uh, speaking of what we were oh, talking about sorry. earlier, yes. quick little thing back to Go the Hardys. Sure, uh, I like I like bringing these on you. Favorite Jeff Hardy crazy spot. Favorite Jeff Hardy crazy spot, man. Um, it's tough to say. I, I I'll tell you one that that sticks out that I got to see live. Mm-hmm. So um, a few years ago, uh, myself and a, a friend went to the um, the SmackDown after SummerSlam at the Barclays Center in New York. Okay. And um, there was, a, I don't know if it was like a street fight or if it was just like a, a segment, but we had Jeff Hardy and Randy Orton were feuding at that time. And Jeff Hardy did the Swanton bomb off like the ramp on the far side of the arena into Randy Orton through the table. Yes, and that was a and Raw. That was, no, it was SmackDown. It was the SmackDown at Raw. It was the SmackDown after SummerSlam 2018 right. at the Barclays Center in New York. I was thinking oh, like 10 years earlier. Yeah, yeah right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of the same spot, but it was more, you know, uh, one that I got to see live. And you, you, the, a thing that you didn't see was was Randy Orton selling the absolute shit out of it. Uh, not getting up for like 10 straight minutes through the commercial yeah. break and everything. Like he was just fucking laying there as they were trying nice. to help him up. Um, so that's the one that sticks out to me in my mind that at least I got to witness live. But uh, what about you? What's your what's well, one for me? It's always the first one I saw. Okay, and it's still one of my favorite. Uh, it's from one of my favorite reviews. It's Royal Rumble 2000, and it's that iconic jump yeah. off the um, uh, the entranceway through the tables, and just nice. to see that shot of him from the back just doing this, and you see all the crowd and he jumps. It's like Man. that. That to me is was the introduction to who Jeff Hardy was, and then to see everything come from there the swanton off the top of the ladder, WrestleMania 16, and then of course taking the spirit X7. But it's always that first one because it's just that's yeah. just a great shot of him from the front of him behind and with the crowd. Oh, ugh, so many good things, pretty great. Yeah, the other thing I thought of earlier was like how surreal it is to see the Hardy brothers on one side of the ring and fucking Darby Allen and Sting 
on the right? Outer Ring in 2022. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, 2022, man. It's we are in what, what alternate timeline have we ended up in here? So, right, exactly. Um, <laughs> but I, I do worry about him and Darby getting in the same ring together. Oh, yeah, like Darby Allen and Jeff Hardy. Oh, god, uh, someone's fear. gonna die. Someone's, yeah. Yeah, it's probably going to be Darby. <laughs> probably Darby, probably. yeah. Jeff's like, I, I'm good. I did that once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but another match that we had on the show that I actually really enjoyed uh, was Mercedes Martinez mm. against Jamie Hayter. We talked about Jamie Hayter a little while ago. I thought this match was great. I really did. This is one of the best. This might be my my like favorite women's match that I watched out of like the last week. Really? Uh, I, I really enjoyed this. I thought it was a really... Uh, great hard hitting back and forth affair. Uh, there was a little bit of sh- cheating shenanigans at the end for the finish. I mean, you're going to get that with this group right now. Um, but it didn't bother me enough to deter from the match. I thought this was a really, really strong match. I don't know. Maybe I like, maybe I'm in the minority, but I really enjoyed this match. So I, th- I think Canada hates me right now because I don't know why, but for like the last month, they haven't been showing Rampage. Oh, those bastards. So, so I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm watching the highlights and, uh, yeah, this looked like it was a good match, but I didn't realize it was that good a match. I enjoyed it. I really, really enjoyed it. I mean, maybe it was edited a little bit, but uh, I just thought it was a really, really good match. And Jamie yeah. Hayter, again, she looks like an absolute star here. And I think somebody that's going to be a big deal in the women's division. And uh, mm-hmm. rightfully so. I mean, I, it's, she's she's got it, you know, I think when yeah. we talk about it. I, th- I would say that, for sure, with uh, with her and – Especially like if they if they're gonna bring in Tony Storm at some point, mm-hmm. uh, I think the two of them have history from Stardom days. So like a, 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 a hater, hater and Storm uh, either against each other and then like a team up maybe as well uh, mm-hmm. is something that I'd I'd be interested in seeing. But um, yeah, they, they kind of had sad. I don't know. They are kind of similar to me. Like I mean, just a little styles. Yeah, they are. They are for sure. Uh, mm-hmm. And they both come from that like British strong style kind of background yeah. as well. So. Which again, um, yeah. guys, team her with fucking Regal. <laughs> yes, exactly. He, he is in that background. He that's how he started. Jamie Hader and Tony Storm in that group. Yes, give me take all my money. <laughs> it's gonna be a reoccurring that, bit. Take all my that, money. That's actually that, that wow. And then we, I would throw in a fifth member in there just to balance it out, so you'd have that single guy. Yeah. Holy shit! That wow. Oh, Tony Khan, if you're listening. Uh, yeah, right? <laughs> I can we can we can sign something. There's an agreement. We'll take twenty yeah. <laughs> percent. Absolutely, um, but yeah. And another thing, if you if you haven't watched Rampage this week, you go out of your way to watch this Hikaru Shida promo. Mm. She scared me. She's just terrified. I'm uh, also a little turned on, but also terrified. <laughs> <laughs> I'm That's scared. A promo like this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, go watch the Karashita's promo on Serena Deep yeah. where she's like threatening to kill her and all sorts yeah. of crazy stuff. Great stuff there, man. That's that's a feud again. Like people are like, ah, oh, still, uh, still this feud again. Oh, come on, bring it. Give me those two in a street fight blow off match. Mm-hmm. Uh, even Sheeta is a feud I, that could last until twenty twenty eight, as far as I'm concerned. That's what <laughs> feud is. Well, you could say that, but do you remember Orton and Cena in the day? We did get tired of that after a while. <laughs> That's true. You make a good point. Yeah. Um, we we also had Keith Lee absolutely murdering QT Marshall here on this show. Uh, very very entertaining stuff yeah. there. Doing what he does best, 
He's he's like the Bobby the Brain Heenan that wrestles all the time. He's got a big mouth. He gets a shit out of him. Doesn't matter. Yep. He comes back. That's he, it. He'll talk you into his seat. He get, gets killed by Hook on the pre-show for the pay-per-view. Oh. He gets uh, murdered by in cold blood by Keith Lee here on Rampage and uh, does his job very well selling. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, our, our main event for the show. Oh, actually I should, I should mention the, the Keith Lee powerbomb you were talking about earlier that did look a little scary. Uh, is that what you were saying there or was that? No, that no, one, uh, the Eddie Eddie Kingston one. Oh, the Eddie Kingston, right. Okay. Because oh. it looked like I said, he looked like he over-rotated so he didn't take it flat on his back. He looked yeah, like he landed like yes, right yes, here. Right. I, I was, I was freaking worried. My brain did a thing again. I apologize. Um, but there was an angle after this. Setting up what looks like a match between Keith Lee and Powerhouse Hobbs, which I think is something that it's a dream match that everybody had been wanting to see. I saw that because they're, they're, I think they're like similar in styles a bit in terms of like their build and Mm -hmm. just the way they work in the ring, like that sort of powerhouse, but also athletic sort of style. And so, um, yeah, we did have uh, QT's group here beating down Keith Lee at the end, but um, Hobbs and and Keith Lee, I think, is something I, I would guess that we'll probably get that on next week's Rampage because they haven't really announced anything mm-hmm. for that show yet. Um, that would be a good match. That would make sense. Um, we did have one of the things I like about AEW is the mini feuds. I really do. Yeah, I agree. That's that's yeah. part of part of the appeal for me as yeah, well. Like, don't get sure. me wrong. Like, I love what's going on with Brock and, and Roman right now, but it's just like it's the same thing every week. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and then for our main event for Rampage, we had uh, Tony Nese and uh, the debut of the in-ring debut, that is, of uh, Shane Strickland, uh, Swerve here. Where and, might be, uh, never changed our graphic. No, no. We have, uh, we have a little thing for that here uh, yeah. towards the end of the show. Okay. Um, we'll, we'll talk about that here in a second. But I thought this was a, a fun match. You know, I'm not the biggest Tony Nese fan, but he's, he certainly can go in the ring. This felt like a really solid 205 live main event. Remember that show from back in the yeah. day? It was yeah, like something we, that nobody nobody watched it, but there was always a really, really good match yeah. in there. Yeah, this um, changed its name to, what was it, NXT Level Up, I think it is, is what they changed it yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, this is, this is, not, a, uh, this is not a slight uh, on the match. But it definitely felt like a, a 205 live main event as opposed to a mm-hmm. rampage main event. But again, not necessarily a bad thing. But great to see uh, Swerve in in AEW. Another guy that has, I think, pretty big star potential for this company. Yeah, uh, uh, agreed. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do, and especially in the TNT title hunt because that seems to be the one that's um, got the more his style. So yeah. yeah, definitely looking forward to that. Like him versus Sky would be a great match. Of course, him versus Sammy would be amazing. Yeah, yeah. There's just there's just a lot of good, a lot of good. Yes, uh, and as good as it is to see Swerve in AEW, alas, that means one less wrestler that we have for our our mm-hmm. fantasy uh, Dropkicks Championship roster, uh, J- Drop DCW roster, uh, whatever you want to call it. Um, we we did have the, our most recent list here uh, was was this here. Um, we had we have the the, the dark uh, whatever you want to call them group of uh, Wind, Wyndham family with yeah. Titan and uh, Redbeard who we just saw in AEW but I don't think yeah but he yeah he's he, he him looks like it's just on a per basis thing yeah uh, big big Damo who is uh, wrestling on uh, New Japan Strong here coming up yeah. which will be fun to watch uh, former ROH champion Roosh, 
Jonathan Gresham, who very well could be all elite in the future. Mm -hmm. uh, the Briscoes, who actually a, a, a thing we didn't talk about was the Briscoes probably aren't going to be showing up in AEW. I was just about um, to bring that up, yeah, because of, of unfortunately of the unearthed tweets from yeah uh, from one of the Briscoe brothers. I can't remember which one. But yeah, he did make amends for it a long time ago, but yeah, yeah it sounds like it's an it's a higher up. It's an issue. Yeah, it's, it's a higher up that's told Tony Khan don't do it. So I think uh, the Briscoes will be sticking on the uh, sticking around our roster here for the time being, as well as Matt Cardona, who has, has mm -hmm. added a, a seventh championship to his uh, title collection by winning the Dropkick Championship Wrestling uh, World Championship uh, recently. Um, yeah. <laughs> but that means that now Swerve has signed with with All Elite Wrestling. That's an empty roster spot for us. So I am going to now introduce. Mm -hmm. The debut to the newest member of the DCW roster, the legendary Samoa Joe. Samoa yeah. Joe, newest member to our roster. Yeah, who this week appeared on Kind of Funny Games Daily over the Kind of Funny Network and actually talked about his departure from WWE over there. So definitely check that out. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, another and, one. It's like, can you can you believe WWE releasing Samoa Joe not once but twice? Right. What the fuck? Yeah, it's just you look at look at some of these guys and you're like, this looks like Vince McMahon's wet dream. Like, why are yeah. they one? Yeah, that Wyndham Titan Redbeard Demo, yeah. like you know, uh, Samoa Joe uh, Cardona, even Roosh. Like, it's a guy that Vince would probably like. So yeah, well, it's just I'm a, it's, I'm it's, I'm convinced with Cardona, Vince never forgave him for getting over. Well, <laughs> sure, yeah. I mean, yeah. there is that, but man, it's just it's amazing. This is part part of why we do this this segment on this show is because like just highlights how many incredible talented wrestlers yeah. are out there. That number one, you go like, how the fuck did WWE not find anything to do with them? Oh. And number two, how the hell are they still free agents because they're still so goddamn talented? Like mm -hmm. anybody would be be honored to have them on their roster. Yeah, you exactly. know what I mean? Um, but yeah, there you go, everybody. There's there's a quick uh, roster update uh, for us here on our, our fun little fantasy league thing that we do. But uh, before we get out of here, Soda, we'll do our, our usual match and moment of the week, which uh, I kind of spoiled earlier. Um, I, I I for me, if we include Revolution into this, um, it was Brian Danielson versus John Moxley, mm -hmm. uh, and I think that's also my moment of the week with the debut of William Regal. Uh, great to see the debut of yeah. Jeff Hardy. I think that was a little bit more expected. I think everybody yeah. kind of figured that would happen. William Regal was a, a genuine surprise, mm -hmm. like a really, really awesome, like an extra gift you, you didn't think you were going to get for Christmas. And then it, it shows up on, you know, mom comes around and says, hey, look, I forgot about this one. Here yeah. you go. And it's William Regal. Uh, and uh, yeah, man, I, I think for me, uh, that he's one of the biggest signings ever in the history of AEW. So that, that's my match and moment of the week. But uh, I know you kind of maybe spoiled yours a little bit earlier too. Oh, yeah. So of course, the, yeah, the match of course is the dog collar match. Like that's just everything I love about professional wrestling. What a great choice. Very encapsulated in that forty minute match, which by the way, it's not on that playlist. Um, uh, also, uh, but uh, similar to yours, but not the same. It's the Regal promo from Dynamite is my moment of the week. Yes. For the emotion, like I said, for the coming on to Tony Giovanni, which made me cry, laugh, um, to how he described Danielson and Moxley. And it's like, yeah, okay, I could see why they have those connections. Like, yeah. I, I, I knew the one with Brian, and I'd heard about the one with Moxley, but I just didn't know how deep. But to hear, to, to, 
to hear about the connections of them, like right on, it makes sense. I'm excited to see what he can do because now we're we're probably going to get more of the badass William Regal that we used to see years ago. Yes. Can you just I hope so. Oh, man. Yeah. Especially like the way he debuted, just like smacking around those two guys. Yeah. Like, Hedrick exactly had blood in his face yeah. and he doesn't care. Oh, yeah. I loved it. That, that's that's the young boy from Blackpool who showed up on the shores of the yes. United States 30 years ago. And I'm happy yes. to see it. Love it. Welcome yeah. back, Lord yeah. Regal. Uh, we missed you. Yeah. You think um, they're going to do that? You think they're going to do the Lord William Regal? I don't think so. No, uh, I, th- I think I've heard people call him Lord Regal um, yeah. since he's debuted, but I think it's just kind of like a, you know, that was one of his yeah. many names. Yeah. If, if it was Stephen, then yes, go back to Lord Stephen Regal. But no, it's William Regal, man. He's, he's trans. William fucking Regal. Oh, we, yeah. <laughs> hey, they have Seth freaking Rollins. We have William yeah. fucking Regal. William fucking Regal. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely, man. So to, uh, always a, a pleasure here talking to wrestling with you on this show. If you haven't yet, everybody, Go check it out. It's on our YouTube channel right now. Uh, the, the link is over there. If you go to my Twitter, at DaganSB, that's at D-A-G-A-N-S-B, uh, it is pinned to the top of my profile. So make sure to watch that. It was so much fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, Soda and Mike Sempervivi going toe-to-toe to the bitter end here, nearly going into sudden death. Uh, spoilers if you haven't seen it already, but it, it, you know it, it wouldn't deter from the enjoyment of it because it was such a fun show to do. Even a little bit of controversy cool. thanks to Fares, that son of a bitch. A little bit, a little bit, <laughs> uh, just a little bit. But uh, yeah, everybody, make sure to go watch that. That's available on our YouTube channel right now, the Let's Get Ready Network YouTube page. You can find that on demand. Uh, go and watch it. Uh, it. It's a hell of a lot of fun. And uh, we cannot wait to to do the next one because there's another one in the works. Mm-hmm. Uh, we won't uh, announce anything officially yet, but uh, keep an eye out for more details yeah. on that. One I'm um, really looking forward to is potential WrestleMania only one because like that WWE mm-hmm. is hands down my wheelhouse, but specifically WrestleMania and SummerSlam. It's, a, it's an interesting idea there, so I'll have to uh, report to the team and uh, get back to you on that. Oh, damn right. Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, anything you got going on here coming up? You'd like to uh, the next thing I have coming up, well, first off, you can follow my me on my Instagram and Twitter at soda underscore the underscore saxman. Uh, tomorrow morning, Northern Countdown. Uh, this, we were supposed to do it last week, but circumstances, we're doing it this week. Uh, top five things we want to see in the flash. Um, and then other than that, right now, you can find me on my friend's couch, house sitting with their dog playing WWE 2K22 on my PlayStation 4. <laughs> Very nice. I hear, and, I hear and, good things about yes, that new video. So there are, like, the, the glitches that were in the matches, those are still there. That's never going to go away. I'm fine with that. But overall, I've enjoyed every upgrade they've done. The matches definitely flow way smoother than they did in the past. Um, uh, it just everything about it is great. I, the one thing I'll say, the Rey Mysterio showcase, I wish it was longer. I think I, I finished it all in under two hours. Okay. Uh, but no, overall, I'm, I'm definitely dig, uh, digging the game. I've already downloaded all the AW custom arenas, and I've already downloaded Hangman Page and all those guys. So this is going to be great. Uh, nice. Yeah, two thumbs up from this guy. Cool, cool. Yeah, and you know, maybe one of these days we'll we'll have to get in, yeah. get on here on Twitch and uh, yeah. do some streaming uh, with with Two K Twenty Two because I see I see a few of those popping up here well, uh, and worth there. It. It's worth it. Yeah, it's worth yeah, it. for sure. Um, but but yeah, thanks everybody for tuning in live here on Twitch today, twitch.tv slash LGR Network. Uh, if you again, if you're watching this on the replay on YouTube, make sure to give the video a thumbs up and click subscribe right. to our channel. Uh, we're getting close to that 750. Yeah, give a little Orange Cassidy uh, thumbs up. Yeah, on I find the myself video. doing that now. Just every time I get <laughs> a thumbs up, I'm like, wait, 
there we go. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And we've been we've been getting more comments and stuff too on on the re- for the like the wrestling sides of things. So really been fun to like go back and interact with you guys. Uh, mm-hmm. If you, if you are, haven't been able to watch it live or you're watching it 24 hours later on YouTube, uh, leave a comment because we love to respond and sort of talk for wrestling with you guys and everything. So mm-hmm. uh, that's been really fun. And uh, yeah, man, uh, YouTube channel, it's, we're getting close to 750. So uh, keep bumping that number up. You know, we want to get to that thousand mark by the end of the year. That's kind of our big goal. Um, cause, uh, we're, and, uh, you know, doing these, like the wrestling trivia brawl shows like that and, uh, bringing in more of an audience to sort certainly to help add to that goal. So we really appreciate your support as always here on the let's get ready network. And, uh, yeah, soda. Well, we'll be back next week. What's the deal with Cody Rhodes, right? Uh, we will have a, finally have an answer. <sighs> hopefully next week we will tell you what the deal is with Cody Rhodes, but until then, Rhodes. absolutely. Cheers, everybody. We'll talk to you next week.